Welcome to From Nothing to Profit. I'm Kaya Bondurant here with Aubrey Lauren, and we are going to be talking to you today about how we maintain a healthy lifestyle during our busy season. The summer is our busiest season. We do lots of photo shoots. We're sitting at the computer for long hours. And this is the question that Aubrey gets asked the most by far on her social media is, what do you eat? What is your exercise routine? How, how are you doing this? And so we thought we would kind of give you guys a glimpse behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Kaya, you're pretty into health and I am, but I don't think anyone is all that impressed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's asking me questions about what I do. And I think my motivations for health are different. And yeah. so that's something that we wanted to share with you guys is kind of why we do it the way that we do it and what we're thinking besides just our like day to day, what, how we exercise, what we eat, that kind of thing. Yeah. So Um, I'll kind of give you a little bit of background. Growing up, my dad was super, super sick with an autoimmune disorder. And um, I had a lot of fear around that. Like, was I going to get this? Is there anything I can do about it? So I started researching and getting books from the library about it and preventative care and learning the value of health. And it wasn't something that was really modeled for me either. My parents are boomers. So even though my mom's a healthcare professional, she wasn't even aware of what a healthy lifestyle really meant. You know, to them, a healthy lifestyle looks like drinking a glass of milk with every meal, um, potatoes, corn, and a biscuit with meat for dinner and pop tarts for breakfast. So, you know, things have changed and we have so much available at our fingertips about health and we're much more educated today than we were then. But for me, I wanted health to be something that was sustainable. I wanted to be able to love having a healthy lifestyle. And I wanted to be exactly that, a lifestyle and not something that was a punishment or a chore, but something that I got to do. And I think I'm fortunate to not take health for granted and to realize how sacred it is. And I've had my own health issues as well. You know, I've had a lot of bronchular issues and um, I've been working really hard to combat those. And I've also dealt with a lot of food allergies. I'm currently sitting here with hives today because I ate something I wasn't supposed to. So yeah, I've been on this journey and in the past couple years, I feel like I've really amped it up and I plan to amp it up even more slowly so that it is sustainable. And I would love to share a little bit about that with you guys. But Kaya, why don't you tell a little bit about your journey with health and your relationship too? I definitely want to share that, but I do want to comment on what you said when you were talking about having kind of your own health issues, you would get sick every winter. Really, really sick. Like have to go to the hospital. Yeah. And you would miss work, miss getting to do the things that you wanted to do, miss trips that we were going on. And I think that a lot of people ask questions because they can see the results, the physical results. And they, I, I want people to know that this isn't about how you look. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's about how you want to live and how you want to live out your life. And I think it would be the same for me too. I think obviously a healthy lifestyle is going to result in a healthy looking body and photos, but that's really not where either of us are going. So I think I want to clarify that for people because 
I, I don't want to participate in something that we are sharing with people that gives people these expectations or makes people feel like they have to be a certain way or look at, look a certain way. I want to do so, share something that's really encouraging that will help them get to what their root Absolutely. true goals are. Yeah. And yeah. I know that's your goal too. Yeah. That's so I'm glad cool. you clarified that. So my health journey I could go a lot of different directions with this, but since you started when you were little, I was thinking about, I've always been athletic and it's funny because we like really give people identities now, but I never would have said, Oh, I'm an athlete. Uh, I played all the sports in school. I rode horses. We swam all summer. So I was just always really physically busy. Uh, and I would never have said, Oh, you know, I'm someone who likes to be athletic. But then when I look back, like in college, I did buns of steel all of the time. And then when I was a young adult, I would do like these women boot camps and I'd get all my friends to do them with me. Uh, or I would uh, do P90X, like everything or jazzercise. I did like a series of time where I would go do jazzercise. And then, oh my goodness. Okay. I have to tell you. Uh, so I started doing yoga at this local place and my cousin had told me about this really cool thing called booty yoga, where <laughs> she said, it's like this African beat. And then you do yoga to this African beat. And I thought, well, that is really cool. Like something kind of ethnic. And so I talked my friend into coming and she's a pastor's wife too. And so we get there and we're on the ground doing booty. I assumed it was spelled B U D I or something B U D H I on the ground, hands on the ground, bottoms up in the air feet on the ground, <laughs> doing B-O-O-T-Y yoga. So we were unsuccessfully trying to twerk to the music. I make all my money working on the pole. F this, F that. <laughs> F th- <laughs> so my adventures in health and exercising came to uh, quite a culmination there. But uh, I did go back. My friend didn't go back. I don't think it was because of the music or what we did. I think she just didn't really like the workout. But I loved it. And it was really fun. And I did that for a time. So yeah, I for me, as far as health and working out, I've had kind of several motivations. I think one is just always doing something physical, always being active, trying to just be a healthy person. But the food has been another side of it. And I think I'll save my food journey until we talk about what we eat every day so that I can kind of share that separately. But yeah, for me, like just physically being active has been super important. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the things we kind of talked about when we were chatting about it while we were making a a plan for this podcast was contrasting what it looks like during our non-busy season versus during our busy season. And for me, I was telling Kai, I was like, you know, every summer for years, I would gain like 10 pounds and most people gain it in the winter, but I would gain it in the summer because I wasn't prioritizing health like I should. I would be eating out way more, which for lots of you, that may not be an issue, but it would be what I was ordering. And I wouldn't be able to do my morning workouts and stick to my routine because we just have really long days. So this summer and even last summer, my goal was to close that gap and to maintain throughout the year. And so um, a little bit about how I've done that um I would love to share with you guys and Mm -hmm. you know I think have you experienced something similar yeah yeah for sure this summer I have and I you know they say that you're um like the people that you hang around with all the time and I do feel like for both of us it helps when you're around people who are all trying to do the same thing yeah 
It so, is true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We used to buy like dark chocolate Oreos and some fun snacks, especially during the summer, like to give us a little jolt in the middle of the day at the studio. And I was looking in there the other day and I was like, where are all the good snacks? What happened to them? And I was like, oh, we're not eating those this year. So (laughs) there was like some dark chocolate, some nuts, some dried blueberries. And I found myself just not eating a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's nothing wrong with snacking, nothing wrong with dark chocolate Oreos. But for us, it wasn't really achieving our goals. And I think that's the, the important part of it. Yeah. And it's really nice just being on the same page of where we're trying to go ultimately. And I'll talk about it more, but we do have meals and times where we eat stuff like that. But just as far as it being a daily lifestyle, getting on the same page of being like, okay, maybe four Oreos every single day isn't going to help us get to our goals. <laughs> My sons at home are like, I eat a sleeve at each meal, a sleeve of Oreos. I'm like, oh my gosh. I remember doing that myself oh, man. in high school, being like able to put it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So some of the things I'm currently doing. Yes. Well, people are asking. Yeah. Tell the people what they want to know, Aubrey. (laughs) They are saying, what are you doing? What's your health lifestyle? What are you doing each day? Tell me what to do. And so I think it's good to share. Are you embarrassed? A little bit just because, well, for one, that means that there's a significant change, which means I wasn't where I should have been. So that's a little humbling being like, oh man, does this mean I didn't look good and that um, I failed (laughs) so there's that side of it but then it's also just it's like tiptoeing that line of I don't want people to think that I'm you know being full of myself or anything because I still have such a long ways to go if I wanted to just change the way I look like there's so much I could improve and so much more I could tone up Um, but yeah I, I think people have noticed that I am more in shape now than I've ever been and I hope to keep improving on that and the biggest thing is like I said making it a sustainable lifestyle so whenever I first really started to do this I started making a list and it was like by 30 I want to be the person that eats healthy 90% of the time and I want to be the kind of person that works out five days a week and I want to be the kind of person that doesn't eat sugar for breakfast so it that's kind of how it started out with me just you know dreaming and thinking about who I wanted to be and what does health really look like Um, and learning more educating myself and listening to podcasts and Um, being aware of what I was putting into my body and what it needed to function the best it could. So um, the first thing I implemented probably about two years ago um, was trying to get 10,000 steps. And I've actually toned that down. This year, my goal was 8,000 steps a day. Okay. Tell me why you changed it. Because I just changed mine on all my stuff because I was like, 10,000 kind of hurts my foot. (laughs) (laughs) Any pain, you know, I'm like, oh no. So why 10,000? Why 8,000? Did you have a reason? They say like 10,000 is optimal, but I was finding myself being so defeated when I didn't get to 10,000 that I would fall short and like not wear my Fitbit like the next few days because I was just frustrated. You were mad at your Fitbit. Right. But then... I experimented and when I made it my goal 8,000, I found my overall step count for the whole week being 5,000 more steps 
or 10,000 more steps for the whole week. Like it just went way up and I'm such a mental person, you know, it gets in my head pretty easily, but I also was reading more about it and I can have a healthy lifestyle at 8,000 steps too. And especially because I'm more active than that, I'm doing some body training. If that were all I was doing, I think I'd be more pushing 10,000 steps, but I am doing other things. I'm also shooting during the days. I'm being pretty active um, as far as just my overall lifestyle goes. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make peace with this and just get to 8,000 daily. But then I also, every, so pretty much every morning I walk, run, kind of rotate. I'll run a mile, walk a mile, just lots of days I'll do it for an hour. But then when I get home, this is where I really started to see the change. I do 15 push-ups and I'll do three sets when I do that. So three sets of 15 in a rotation with sit-ups. So then I'll do 30 sit-ups three times. So three sets. And then I kind of rotate between them. So I'll do push-ups and sit-ups, push-ups and sit-ups, push-ups and sit-ups. And lots of times I stretch in between. And this probably only takes me 10 minutes, but that is when things really started to change for me. And I wasn't doing that kind of thing very often. But when I first started, it's so ridiculous. I couldn't even do a single push-up. Um, so now I'm trying to work on amping it up. I had to take a little break um, recently and I'm back into it. And so my goal would be able to do like 25 push-ups straight. I can't do that right now, <laughs> but then do sets of 25. Um, but I really saw a huge difference in my core strength and uh, how my body looks. So I'm hoping to be able to keep doing that. And then I would like to add like jump roping or some sort of squats daily too. But but this is where I am. This is what I can do. This is what I can do consistently. So I think making peace with that and being like, what can I do daily that doesn't take too long, that is also um, impacting my body in a positive way. Cool. Okay. Do you want me to share mine? My yes, daily? I would love okay. to. Uh, do you also, I, I have on my list here that you said you do workouts a couple days a week too. Did you share about those? No, but okay. I can. Yeah. Share those and then I'll share. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess we can kind of just talk about my workout yeah. plan for what I do kind of weekly. Mm-hmm. So then I do that, um, the walking, running, sit-ups, push-ups, nearly daily and then I try to get in some really good workouts every week too sometimes it's just two days sometimes it's four days if I'm not that busy so what's a good workout like an hour or like where you're all sweaty or yeah I think it's more about how high my heart rate gets oh and and you watch it on your Fitbit yeah I well I used to Mm -hmm. and now I kind of feel like I have an idea but in the summer it's been swimming once a week at least um I used to swim so being able to still do that, rather it's in the lake or the gym pool. I really enjoy that and I just feel it for days after. I also try to do recovery yoga and that's about 45 minutes um, once a week. And then I've been into like hit workouts as well, like high intensity intervals. So for me, I have to change it up. I'm not the person that can do the same thing all the time and I so, admire all of you that are in the gym five days a week doing your sets and rotations but seriously goals definitely yeah but I just 
I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I get bored easily. And again, my whole goal was to have a sustainable lifestyle versus having these crazy fitness goals, like being able to lift a certain amount or looking a certain way. Although I would like to implement more of that. I'm inspired by all of you that have that consistency. Um, this is just where I'm at and how it's impacted me. And I've seen pretty big changes just from the small things I do consistently. Well, and I feel like your goal and certainly mine too is to be a person who can achieve a lot of different things. And I feel like willpower only goes so far. And so if, if you can find things that are just going to be things you naturally love to do and are motivated to go do those things, and I feel like both of us are trying to do that, yeah. then you're getting that activity in regardless. So for me, I was thinking back over my like whole life and my whole, you know, the acti- activity and what I've been doing. And I was thinking I've had a lot of ups and downs, like where I've been really intense and really, you know, doing a, the, like the boot camps that I've been doing or I was really into. And I thought, well, why did I stop? And I realized I've had four children. So I've like become very pregnant multiple times, had a baby (laughs) and then gotten back into shape each time and then gotten pregnant again and then gone back down and then got pregnant. So like every three years I went through that for like a 10 or 10 year span in my life. And then uh, a couple of years ago I got really sick and I was dealing with, uh, issues that were completely solved by having a full hysterectomy and but I was really sick and I was laying down almost all the time and actually with my first pregnancy I was put on partial bed rest so I had a choice of quitting work or quitting doing everything else and so I feel like my life has kind of been like if things get hard I still work I just don't do anything else and so I'm laying down if I if I hit a point where like my health is hard or that type of thing. So after the hysterectomy, my main goal was to just actually stand up more, be upright more, not lay down. And so we put in a hot tub at our house. And so I don't lay in a bathtub because I did a lot of times lay in a hot bath so that I, because I didn't feel well. And I've been like vertical. I know. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> Yeah, funny? you have been though. Yeah, yeah like literally true. vertical. And you can look at my steps on my Apple watch and they go from 3,000 a day to 4,000 to 5,000. Now they've been like 9,500. Ooh, I get know. it. I know. And 10,000 is too many. And so my goal is 8,000 is what I wanted to do. But uh, I don't, I guess for me, I could be embarrassed and I definitely am not the workout queen, but I'm active and I can be active and do things with my family and go because there have been times when I haven't been able to. And so when I look at that full picture, it makes me really pleased. Mm -hmm. And so what my goal has been this last couple of years, but certainly even more so this summer is just being active every day. So walking every day, doing yoga every day, paddle boarding, horseback riding. Today it's Amazon Prime Day and I just bought a stationary bike because it was on sale. I didn't know, Kaya. Yeah, I know. You've been talking about this for like, what, two years? Yeah. And I last year bought my paddle boards on Amazon Prime Day. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I I, th- I thought I, sh- I need to buy something. Yeah. <laughs> and so it'll be a surprise when it comes. My whole family will be like, what did you just buy? But I'm not planning to use it to hang clothes on. I'm planning to work out on it. But what I've found is, because we you know we were talking about in the summer, it is easier to be active. But when it gets really hot, I don't want to be outside. I'll go to the lake, but I don't really want to be outside walking and getting super sweaty. I just am I'm almost 50. I'm over that. And so I have been also keeping a 
like a list of online workouts that I like to do. And so I have uh, yoga with Adrian. That's my yoga. That's my easy yoga. And then I just started doing Charlie follows. And so it's like my little bit harder yoga. And then I also did move with Nicole Pilates and I'll put all these in the, um, sh- in the show notes. Love it. And that one's kind of hard and I hurt my toe a little bit because <laughs> my husband will walk through while I'm doing Pilates or yoga and I try to look like I'm really good. <laughs> He has no idea. I probably look ridiculous no matter what I'm doing. (laughs) But I was like trying to do a one arm plank for too long. And so my toe hurt. So I had to back back up. So I I have options that are like harder and options that are easier so that regardless, I can still keep active, you know, so even if my toe hurts or my shoulder hurts or something, I can still keep doing things. And then I do fabulous fifties workouts, which your mom loves and does. Yeah. And then I have uh, up to the beat, I think is what it is. It's like a dance, a Latin workout for a little bit harder. So I, for me, I'm just really trying to keep it having all options, all levels so that I don't just stop. And I don't just hit a nothing, you know, where I'm yeah. keeping that active going. And that's been my goal for my working out. Okay. Yeah. Love it. So let's talk a little bit about our daily diets and how we eat. I know. It feels weird to talk about it because I don't, I feel like you're like a professional at this and <laughs> oh I'm, I'm like trying hard, but that's one of my favorite things is to talk to people about like, what are you eating? What are you liking? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Especially people that eat like I do. And so we may not connect with you at all. And I, I, we have dealt with, uh, a lot of food allergies in our family and, uh, eating issues and then also eating disorders and things. And so I do not want this to be a place where you like make this something about like where you have to keep up a a certain thing. Like I, I, this is not a rule. This is just like what is working for us with our bodies and what's going on with us right now. And hopefully it can encourage you to just take it a a step healthier so that you can Mm -hmm. do what you want to do and be who you want to be. Yeah, for sure. And you know, when I started with this whole health journey a few years ago and being like really super intentional Initially, my goal was to have a healthy diet, quote unquote, 50% of the time. So uh, maybe that looks like eating a healthy breakfast and all my snacks being healthy. I just started in slow. And I think for anybody, wherever you're, you're at, if you want it to be a healthy lifestyle versus just a diet, you have to start slow and give yourself grace and patience. And so now where I'm at, um, I try to follow... I guess it would fall best under like the Mediterranean diet. So primarily pescatarian, I'm not trying to eat much dairy or processed food. I'm mainly eating fish, fruits and vegetables. Um, I eat a lot of nuts and nut butters, but um, I also eat a lot of smoothie bowls. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me post them. Nearly daily, I'll have a smoothie or a smoothie bowl with plant-based protein. And at this point, I'm trying to do 90% of the time eating this way, more because it makes me feel good and I know my body can handle it and process it the best and it won't make my stomach hurt. So um, if I eat 21 meals a week, like if that's how many meals we eat a week, and I have two or three where I'm just kind of like, oh, whatever, then I'm really proud of myself. I feel like that's great. And um, And I don't call those meals 
cheat meals either. I call them fun meals. So whenever I go out to eat, I save my fun meals mainly for that because it's really easy to eat this way at home and not buy food that is going to make my stomach hurt or that, um, will give you hives. Right. Yeah. It's easy to keep that stuff out of the house. So it would be like, if we're all eating out, you know, on a Wednesday with like the staff or something and we go get sushi and I'm eating eel sauce and there's sugar in it. It's okay. I'm not mad at myself. It's a fun meal. Um, I want to have healthy, a healthy relationship with food and how I view it. And it's just getting easier and easier over time. And I'm also learning to love it more and more. And my, my mom has said to me a few times, like, don't you just hate how you eat? Isn't it just miserable? And I'm like, no, because I learned to love these foods. And now if I don't have a salad, it sounds silly, but I'm like craving one throughout the day. I never thought I would be a salad person, but sincerely, I would prefer a salad over a burrito or something like that that I would usually prefer. And it's just, you acclimate. You acclimate really quick. Your taste buds change. The more whole real foods you eat, the more you realize, ah, that's that's the good stuff. And you adjust so quickly. But yeah, my my big advice would be start small. Start with being like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to eat really healthy for 50% of my meals. And then the next week, I'll do 60%. And then by next month, I'll try to do 70% or whatever it is that fits best for you and your lifestyle. And I found watching you that something that gets on my nerves and I don't want to be the type of person that does this is when you are with a group of people or with a going out to eat with people and someone won't eat the way everyone else eats because of a diet that they're on or they're choosing that doesn't that's just about a diet and so and they talk about it or they talk about the food being bad and it just it takes the joy out of it. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's not part of what you're doing at all. Your your whole goal is to eat healthy as much as you can and then enjoy the time when you're out with people and that type of thing. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I went out with a friend last night and um, I had already gone out and kind of eaten whatever this week. So I got a salad with salmon and she did. She gave me a hard time. Mm-hmm. And people will for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think it made her feel bad. And then I just kind of explained like, this is what's best for my tummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't about trying to be something or be someone or make you feel bad. It's literally just what's best for me. And I have to set those boundaries with myself and not just eat what everyone else is eating because peer pressure. Yeah. And what's interesting is that I kind of am that person <laughs> when we go out to eat that is the the problem person, but it's because I have over the years found out that I really can't eat anything dairy or anything that comes from a cow, and I don't feel great when I have gluten, and I get hives from red dye or citrus, <laughs> a lot of citrus, and so I've had to really listen to my body and be super aware of it, and it's funny because I just was out with a, like a new group of friends, and we were eating several meals together, and a lot of people get uncomfortable when you don't eat just the French fries and hamburger and that, that type of thing. And I hate that because I would never want to make people uncomfortable or make people feel judged. And that's not the, the goal of this conversation, but it's just to help you see the decisions that we're making that are helping us do what we do better. 
And so making our business better by choosing a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And so I was feeling bad. I think I mentioned that earlier for a couple of years. And I was literally just eating to not be, to not feel super sick. So crackers and, and broth and bananas and Coke to get me going. And I felt terrible. I, what I refer to it as is eating like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not the Coke, but eating like a baby. (laughs) And then when I was working, I would drink a Coke a, a time or two during the day. And what was happening is because I would drink that Coke, I would get all that uh, energy from the sugar and then all the caffeine. And so I wouldn't be able to he- t- tell what was happening with my body. So I would overwork things. I would keep sitting on the computer longer than I should. I would, you know, do more squatting while I was sh- do- shooting than I should or carry the camera too much. So I wasn't hearing and listening to my body. And so I would get migraines or I would get mm. like one foot that was hurting for a couple of days. And I, you know, I do tend to like worry about pain and not want to deal with it, but it was keeping me from doing my best. And I think that this summer what I decided to do besides just really working hard at eating uh, just healthful nutritional foods which is something that you know you've been working on a couple years and I've gotten my body to the point where that's what it could handle because it takes a while to get there you can't just salad all day and I mean maybe when you're 20 you can but when you're my age if you haven't done that you can't or you're you'll feel worse Mm -hmm. and so I've gotten to that point where my meals every day are really healthy food all all day long. A little bit of dark chocolate that you found the other day in there, but no Cokes during the day. So if I feel like I need to pick me up, I'm drinking green tea and green tea helps me to still hear my body and kind of feel what's going on. And so when my neck starts hurting from holding the camera or being on the computer too long, then I can do yoga stretches. Or, you know, if I've been squatting too much and my hip starts hurting, because I've been doing this for almost 30 years. I mean, there are parts of my body that are just, just hurt when I do it. Then I'll put a little stool and squat or I'll make my assistant be the one to show the way to do the poses. And so I've really kept myself to the point this year where I'm not, when I come home from work, just laying in bed in pain. Yeah. And so it's been, it's been a really successful summer and I feel excited about that. So I hope that you guys are encouraged about what we eat, about what we do to exercise and you get some ideas for what you can do for yourself. You may be way beyond us in that. And if you are, send us your tips. We would love to hear them. And if you're dealing with issues and you want some advice or ideas, we've dealt with a lot of things, you know, through our lives and we would love to help you in any way. But I I was looking at our notes and Aubrey had a list of like, you had a list of like everything you were actually eating. And we will put that in the show notes because I think people will love to know like what, what the actual foods are. Definitely. And I wanted to add one last thing. Um, you know, health, when we think of health, we think of working out and eating healthy, but something I've been learning a lot about is that it's really trifold. It's eating healthy, being physical, but it's also mental. And so many of us have this disconnect with our mind and body. And I'm not this super new agey yogi kind of person, but there is something to meditating and calming my mind daily. And I think a lot of people are learning more about this and something, um, a book that was really influential in my life was the book called Think Like a Monk. It's a great read. It's by Jay Shetty. I know he's trending right now as far as his podcasts and his books. Um, but one of this, the quotes in there that I really loved was from this 10-year-old monk. And it said, when you get stressed out, what changes? 
your breath. When you get angry, what changes? Your breath. We experience every emotion with the change of the breath. When you learn to navigate and manage your breath, you can navigate any situation in life. And so I want to encourage you guys to read about meditating, maybe meditate for a few minutes a day, just learning to control your breath. It doesn't even have to be about opening your mind to other things or to nothing, but just to take time to breathe and to relax and find your peace and calming every day because like I said it really is trifold or maybe stretched during that time but take time to slow down and um, educate yourself on the value of it that's good I actually skipped my part like this too so I'm glad you brought that up because one of the other big changes that I've made this summer is that one day a week I've tried to do a sabbath yeah a sabbath rest and I haven't achieved it because it's it's a day of the week it's not the weekend and so because my husband's a pastor and I help at the church so our Sundays are not super restful days yeah and it's hard to do that it's hard to discipline yourself especially when you're in a super busy time to not work to not do things I find myself you know anxiety I find anxiety bubbling up inside of me and I'm like oh but I've really worked hard at forcing myself to slow down, journaling, reading nonfiction that, you know, fiction is just like, it lets me zone out, but reading something that gives me something else to think about and concentrate on, listening to music, uh, thinking and breathing deeply. Yeah. And when so you were, good. when you were saying that, I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> doing my yeah. deep breaths. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Okay, you guys, it is actually time for lunch for us here. So we are going to be going and eating our healthy lunches. And uh, it was fun to share all this with you. We hope that it's helpful. We'll put lots of links in the show notes of uh, everything that we're doing, our exercise and our uh, lists of what we're eating. And we hope that we, you guys can make some healthy lifestyle changes too. Definitely. Thanks for listening to From Nothing to Profit.